Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and welcome to the podcast where for 152 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. Usually. I'll get to that in a second, but we usually help you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL Week 16 Holiday Edition. Ho, 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 ho. We are giving you losers. We're giving you losing picks. Oh, you peasants. That is going to be the coal in your stocking. Oh, sweet losing picks for everybody. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show. I say we usually give out losers because last week, that was not true. I lied to you, and I'm sorry. Look me in the eye. Look me in the eye. I promised I would never lie to you, and I'll never lie to you ever again. I betrayed your trust because we won last week. Everybody won. We were perfect. We didn't lose a single game. Every pick that was given out last week on the episode won. I can't believe it. No one is more surprised than me. Yes, I went 4-0. Yes, Charlie Jock went 2-0. Yes, Panzeray Prince went 2-0. Yes, the gambler won with his with his tease of the week, for God's sakes. We all won. I can't believe it. Which only, only means one thing. A wonderful and precipitous drop in this episode where we probably go, oh, and whatever the hell that is, 12 or something like that. We don't have a single winner. So just prepare that you, if you didn't bet with us last week, you, you missed the boat because it's never going to get better than that. And then this week, we're probably going to lose a lot of money. I'm just, I'm just being real with you. Happy holidays, everybody. This is, if you know how it's like, kind of like you get scratch cards for Christmas kind of thing, like, oh yeah, yay, scratch cards, but you don't actually expect to win anything. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that where you're like, oh, exciting. I could win money. And then you don't. You're not going to. Absolutely. So only way we're going to find out, we got to find out the picks first, guys. We got to find out the picks. We got to find out these sweet losing picks. And that's, of course, going to be with bet number one with the Pans Ready Prince. Bet number one. Coming up first, coming off a perfect week. Get used to me saying that is the one, the only Pans Ready Prince. Pans Ready Prince, how you doing? Yeah. Perfect week. Yeah, uh, that must have been a first for me or something. God, what a season, oh. man. What a season. It's been a tough one. It has been a very tough sharp season or pro season or, you know, whatever. And for the first couple of weeks, it was a very good Joe season. If it's pros versus Joes, the Joes and favorites came in really big. But now it's starting to switch a little bit. And so that means we should be doing well, right, Pants Ready Prince? Yeah, you know what? And even if we are in it's the holiday season, we got a little uh, December 24th slate all day. None yep. of the actual Christmas Day games look appetizing in any sort of way. Yep. Uh, I, guess, I guess there's no way to flex that, but at least we got games all day on the 24th. I know. You know, the only one is going to be that Packers uh, Dolphins game. And then it, even then, that's still like stretching my logic a little bit to be like, that's a really yeah. interesting game. I'm sorry if yeah. I'm ruining one of your picks here. Um, no. But well, why don't, you, why don't you tell me your picks? Why don't we get to your safe pick of the week to start here? Okay, safe pick of the week. Uh, first of all, I just want to congratulate the New England Patriots for taking the trophy away from the Indianapolis Colts for the worst play in NFL history. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Um, oh, yeah, God. that was brutal. That was awful. That team, you know what? I think uh, previous New England Patriots teams would have said, Okay, that was awful. There's no way in hell we yes. lose our next game. This is not previous Patriots team. We are in no. a new era of Patriots football. And just like we're in a new era of Patriots football, we're in a new era of Bengals football. 
This Bengals team is hot. I love Joe Burrow and co. And I think they're moving in a direction that's up and the Patriots are moving in a direction that's down. I know I said earlier in the year that the Patriots were going to be a top 10 draft pick. Probably not going to happen, but they're definitely not going to make the playoffs. It's only minus three. That is mm-hmm. way too small for the Bengals for a Absolutely. team that's chasing this one number one seed now. They're coming mm-hmm. into the conversation here. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals all day. That's my safe. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a pick we're going to be talking about later in this episode. But I, it doesn't it feel weirdly suspicious where you're kind of like, the Bengals are good. The Pats suck. Why is it only three? This is weird because the Bengals legitimately, like you're saying, could have an argument saying we're one of the best teams in the league. You know, not only is that yeah. offense really good and Hurts is incredible. Excuse me. Chase is really good and, you know, Burr is really good. Is that their defense is really incredible and is playing so well uh, with Big Lou. So I just... I don't really know what to say here. You know, I, oh, the only thing I will say, actually, is that, uh, you know, I was Mark Sanchez was doing the uh, the Buffalo Bills game last week. And when he was like very cowardly being like, please stop throwing snowballs. I, you know, I I thought it's, it was just incredible. They were they were acting like they were throwing bullets or something like that. Like it was unbelievable. Um, they're hitting their cameraman with snowball. Oh, fuck off. Um, is uh, is that, you know, is the is the Pats finish more embarrassing than the butt fumble? Now, you initially go, no, Buffalo, hilarious. But this is like self-inflicted stupidity and just bad coaching. I love it. I just thought it, it's like everything that the Pats like do your job and pounded dirt about like, oh, my God. And then they it blows up in their face. This is one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah, it's with zeros on the clock. That's oh, why it, it takes the cake. I mean, you look at the, the way that Colt set up that one previous play, whatever it was, 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And you're like, well, that was just the, the stupid, stupid play. So stupid. But it didn't lead to a loss right then and there. Yeah. Um, so, yep. yeah, takes the cake. Uh, I think, yeah, the odds makers see Patriots at home coming up a lot. But again, like this is a, we're in a different year here. It's a much different theme. Oh, I, I love this. So Cincinnati Bengals minus three for your safe pick of the week. Uh, For my safe pick of the week, speaking of the Colts, I've been taking the LA Chargers minus four at Indy. Now, let's overthink this. Let's, let's, let's big brain galaxy brain. This one as much as possible. The Chargers need to keep winning to get into playoffs and the Colts who have now switched from Foles to from Matt Ryan uh, because they're actively trying to lose. I think that's pretty much my argument here. I, I think that the, yeah. the Chargers are trying to win. The Colts are actively trying to lose. And here we are. And it's only minus four. I, I don't know. I don't really get it. Last week, the Colts blew the biggest lead in NFL history. Now, that sucks. And it took one record away from the Buffalo Bills. So I'm a little sour about that one. But what was surprising from that game last week against the Vikings was not the fact that they blew the game. was the fact that they had the lead that big at all in the first place. That is the surprising part of this. And that's the, that's the part that won't get recreated. Because they're, just, they're not going to score that many points. I, I, I don't think so. Um, here, here's the only other stat that I really like. Herbert by time zone. In the Eastern Standard Time or Central Standard Time, where they're going to be playing Indy, he's 11-4 and four against the spread. In Mountain Time or Pacific Time, he's 13-17-1 against the spread. Just saying. He plays really well in the East Coast or the Central Time, and that's where they're going to be playing this game on Monday Night Football. Chargers minus four all day. Interesting. Yeah, uh, if you look at the, how the Colts got all those 33 points to start, it wasn't like it was the offense just dominating. I mean, You're they right. had a pick six. Uh, they blocked mm-hmm. a pump for a touchdown. You know, a shit ton of field goals because Chase McLaughlin is the only good guy on that team. Uh, yeah, from Ryan to Ellinger to Ryan to Foles, what an absolute disaster this season is, is for the Indianapolis Colts. Take the charges all day because, uh, yeah, that's just going to be loss after loss after loss uh, in Indy unless you get Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles playing like <laughs> – Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, uh, which I don't think is going to happen. This team is too bad. So, yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I just, it's kind of like the Cincy line where I saw the four and I'm like, wait, wait, 
Am I missing something? Is Herbert got a cracked rib again or something? No? Oh, okay. Well, let's just take the Chargers minus four. And that's why it's the safe pick of the week, right? But speaking of, let's get to your spicy pick of the week. What are we going with some real spice here? My spicy pick, my Branzino with chili flake. Uh, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles plus six against the Cowboys. Uh, I think everyone's freaking out because Jalen Hurts isn't playing and it's yep. going to be bad boy Gardner Minshew on the center. Um, mm-hmm. This is still the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't take a page out of Micah Parsons' book, but this is still the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. This yep. is a very good team, even without Jalen Hurts. This is a fantastic defense. This is the best offensive line in the league, which is why I think Minshew's going to do fine. And you got Miles Sanders, and you got A.J. Brown, and you got mm-hmm. Devonta Smith, and Dallas yep. got its back. Weapons galore. Uh, the Cowboys are sputtering a little bit here. I know that yes. they won, but they are sputtering. It's, it, it's hard for them to get these wins against some pretty trash-ass teams. Uh, and then, no, sorry, they lost against the Jaguars. They lost against the Jags, uh, they, yeah. They almost lost against the Texans. Houston. Yeah. Uh, I think they're trying to find themselves here, kind of panicking before the playoffs. The Cowboys at home, don't buy it. Uh, I think this is going to be a close division game, plus six for the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, that's funny, Pids, right, Prince? Because that is also my spicy pick of the week. Eagles plus six. Let's go. I love this. I love this. This is, I don't, so, okay. So, Hurts not starting. We know that that happened just before we recorded here. The Eagles will be playing Garden Minshew. Minshew is 88 and 14 straight up and 10 and 12 against the spread in his NFL career. Now you go, oh, that's not good. Why does everyone like Minshew so much? Well, can I remind you who Gardner Minshew was playing with when he got those numbers? He was playing for a terrible Jaguars team, and it was only surprising that he actually played remotely well at all with that awful team. The Eagles team is not the Jaguars. They are one of the most talented teams in the whole NFL. They have by far the best offensive line in football. They can run the ball with one of their three running backs. Like this is it. And he has one of the best duos in the NFL at wide receiver. So it's just one of those ones where you kind of look around and you're like, he doesn't need to do very much at all. And that drop might not be as big as we we think. And so much so that after Jalen Hurts' injury, he has moved from minus 165 as a favorite in the MVP race to plus 450 by not even doing anything. Just by, just by saying he has an injury to now Mahomes is now a minus 275 to be the MVP of the season. I think this is just like wow. that thing where people now know they're going to watch the Eagles this week. They might play okay. And then you go, oh, wow, maybe Gar- maybe uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't really the MVP of the league in the first place, a la Micah Parsons. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. I just, I, I love this. I also, money line plus 185, eh, maybe, a little bit, sprinkled, maybe. Yeah, oh, why not? Uh, yeah. yeah, you said it right. The drop-off is not going to be as big as I think we all think. Right. Uh, Something a little maybe controversial. You put Nick Foles on this Eagles team, they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> there we go. And I guess he's going to get his showcase this Monday against the Chargers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, fans, ready, friends. Well, happy holidays, and we hope you have fun losing money on this holiday weekend. Happy holidays. You know I will. All right, you take it easy. Bet number two. Our second guest, also coming off a perfect week, you're going to get used to that, that happened all episode, is the one, the only, Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing wonderful. We're in the <laughs> holiday season. Absolutely. We're in a, in a giving mood, and I've got a lot for you guys this week, for uh, sure, again. Santa Charlie is here, everybody, to give us a lock of the week <laughs> in our stocking. So where are we going to go, Charlie? What is going to be your lock of the week? 
Well, it's not really chalky, but I, I do believe it's a really, really good bet. And I've got to take the Pittsburgh Steelers oh, against yeah. the Raiders from Las Vegas. Love it. I'm give, giving up two and a half points, but I yep. think that's a good game. Now, there's an, a few factors here. Quickly. Okay. One yep. is the Franco factor. Uh, wow. Well, let yeah, me tell I you, know. the retiring his number at the half. Uh, there's so many players. Pittsburgh's so passionate with Franco. I know. That alone could sway the numbers. Um, do you know, do you so know he died on the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception? I, it's it, There's way too many things that it's happened that are so close. Oh. They interviewed the man 24 hours before, and he was five, 12 hours before. Jesus. And he was, you know. Yeah. So... So the Franco factor, the weather is going to be a factor. It's yeah, cold. It's yeah. a night game. Um, this sounds Good like God. Pittsburgh all over. Not these teams from the south, the Vegas right. and you know right. California before that. So um, I love Pittsburgh. Uh, their defense is playing well. They're, they've only given up 17 or less points in the right. last four games. It's a sure letdown for the Raiders. Oh, yeah, they for sure. Fluke this game last week, <laughs> and they're Boy, still they? figuring out how that happened. Oh, God. So, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh can stop the Raiders, and Raiders can't score, anyways. Oh, so, I love it. Pickett's coming back. That's yep. a good sign. Yep. They're all yep. thinking, oh, we need Tomlin to win to keep his streak going, you know, of, of, of winning seasons. Um, they run the ball great. It's going to be a running game all about. This could be maybe a. 13 10 game or something yeah yeah but, yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I i just think it just adds up to a, a pittsburgh win any way you do it not I, again fancy i love it i love it minus two and a half you're still getting under the three points obviously i've been on pittsburgh for weeks now i love them uh i think they're you know i think they're doing great and i think the raiders suck i think you know we keep looking back and we're laughing so much at the the patriots about like wow what a stupid team that was what a stupid mistake that was that team is awful and then you're kind of thinking like, well, the Raiders didn't deserve to win that game. So like, why are we oh. now thinking that they're good? Uh, I, you know, it's a Tomlin in December spot too. So against Josh McDaniels, a terrible coach. So there you go. Two and a half Absolutely. at home. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. For my next pick, I'm going to be taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus nine and a half. Now the biggest Whoa, difference. Oh, Mr. Chalk. <laughs> you like that, eh? Yeah. Guy With Charlie Chalk himself. You think this, of okay. course I had to line this up. Here, the biggest difference for the Seattle Seahawks fall, really precipitous fall from grace here, is that which now they are five consecutive losses against the spread right now, is that midnight has struck for this pumpkin of the defense, and they are just playing awful. They cannot stop anything. Yes, that offense, the Seattle Seahawks offense, is still okay and can put up points, absolutely. Ken, losing Kenneth Walker does not help at all, but they can still put up points. But that's really bad timing, because coming in is the most consistent offense in the league. Also, Seattle's run D just like is awful, right? Like I was saying, and the Chiefs have figured out their run game with Pacheco and McKinnon. I just... Under the 10 points, under the under the 10, under that huge big number, I love that we're getting uh, Casey minus 9.5. They're still playing for the number one seed. They won't hold back. They'll score as much as they need to. Minus 9.5 all day. Love it. Okay. I'm, I'm with you, too. I, I think the chalk there, you call the pumpkin, and I'm, I'm yeah. saying yes. And I think Gino's days are, are you know, he's had a great run. but He, does, uh, he has. The, yes. He, he, he's done, too. So yeah. that, I like it. I like Casey. Weather, again, is a factor. But... Yes. Um, as you say, uh, Casey's got to win, then they um, they should run it up pretty good anyways. Oh, there we go. Okay, so, so Charlie, on top of your lock of the week, do you have any other picks you're going to be giving us? Well, I'll give one more just to make it fair, because okay. if all I do is give you locks, then I'm only 1-0 every week, and that's not fair to your, <laughs> everyone listening. They want to hear a little bit more juice. So I'm thinking you got to take 
probably the best team in the NFL right now. And you're going, oh, I wonder who that is. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, Cincinnati Bengals. Three points against the New England Patriots. Yes. Um, You know, I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to be out coached, but I'm telling yeah. you right now, Burroughs as hot as any oh, quarterback in the league right now, which is saying a lot. Yep. And um, they've got they've got everyone back. It's, again, a must game for them, too. It's necessary for them to win, to keep winning. And um, New England's basically gone. They're done. Yeah, um, pretty it's much. Gonna be cr- it's going to be crappy. And um, after last week's loss to the Raiders, they won the game. No, yep. they lost the game. What did they, they do? The they gave the throw on guy and he ran the ball. <laughs> they lost Anyways, the game when they lateraled with terrible, the tie game. And Cincinnati is really good. And if three yeah. points, I'll take that all day long. I honestly, this, this, doesn't this feel oddly like a trap? You're like, wait a second. Cincinnati is yeah. playing as good as anybody in the NFL right now. They are one of the hottest teams in the league and they're going to play the New England Patriots. Wait, the mm. team that just screwed everything up and it's only three? What the hell am I missing here? Of course you got to take this. Cincinnati Bengals minus three against New England Patriots. Kind of love that one. Yeah, and I, I just don't see New England. They're, they're, they, the team is really upset right now. They got a, got a defensive coordinator as their offensive coordinator who doesn't know what he's doing out there. And I don't know what the <laughs> Belichick, geez, he, I don't know what he's doing, but I, yeah. they just, you know, Matt Jones is so pissed off at, at the play oh. calling. I don't even know if he cares anymore. So, yeah. and then again, Burroughs, oh gosh, he's playing great. So yeah, I think three, three and a half is not a problem at all. Ah, there we go. Okay, so those are your picks of the week. We'll yes, recap at the, at the end of the show. But Charlie Chalk, happy holidays, and we hope you have fun losing money. And same to you, Andrew. Bet number three. And coming up for the third bet of the week with his tease of the week is also perfect last week, the Gambler. Gambler, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's, uh, yeah. it's a wonderful time of the year. It's the holiday it's the holiday season, and what a better way to celebrate with some good old-fashioned Saturday and Sunday football. Oh, my God. It's spread out so many days this week. You can't believe the people in my life that care about seeing me over the holidays and me going like, "That's football is happening that day. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's usually Sundays. I'm like, it's Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday this week. They're trying to ruin families, which I'm really excited about. It's, it's outstanding is what it is. <laughs> Well, let's not waste any more time. You're coming. You're you're hot now. You're coming up a winning streak. Where is your tease of the week going to go here? So uh, I'm just going to be uh, doing a classic straight up uh, oh, three game six point tease. Uh, you okay. know, building on the no nonsense uh, mm. tease from last week. Uh, game okay. number one, um, mm-hmm. riding a hot hand, breaking some rules. But honestly, I don't give a shit. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the at the at the now mighty. The mighty and mm. proud Lions on the road oh, yes. against Carol, the Carolina Panthers. The Lions, oh, Carolina Panthers, laying two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's be honest, you know, I I've always been hard on the Lions uh, for obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're one of the worst mm-hmm. franchises. But it's hard to argue that they are not one of the best teams in football right now with how they're playing. And oh. I'm shocked to say it, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Detroit's given you nothing to cheer for, for, I don't know, their whole existence. And now, all of a sudden, they are exciting and exciting to watch. I don't really blame you. So where are we going to get that number from? Detroit plus, what are we doing? So we're going to tease it up. So we're going to get the Lions uh, plus three and a half. So we're crossing oh, there we go. the, you know, the no-no line <laughs> in teasing. Yeah. We're crossing zero plane. But we're ending up on the north side of a field goal, which is also nice. Which is very nice. Okay, I will say we did receive uh, actually an email from somebody that said, because I did this a couple weeks ago where I teased through the zero and you were you were scolding me for it, rightfully so. 
Uh, and by the way, I won. So screw everybody. But is that why do you not do that? He he asks. He's like, why did you get scolded? Why do you not do that? And the answer to that is: so if you're at minus one and you're teasing two points to plus one, you're not really changing the outcome of the game at all. And so you're losing two points on your tease yeah. because really the difference of one point to one point isn't really very much. You're losing that value a little bit. So that's I just wanted to say that's why you're doing it. But I also love this because you're getting Detroit plus three and a half. So screw the rules and screw that guy that emailed us. Yeah, for sure. And that's a great point that, yeah. you know, you, you, you have to look at it like you're, you're laying a lot more by crossing the zero plane. Whereas totally. when you're yeah. teasing it, when you tease an underdog, every point that mm -hmm. you're teasing is gravy, right? Because every point exactly. changes the outcome. Um, but listen, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes rules must be broken. I, I feel mm -hmm. like Detroit <clears throat> is playing for everything right now. They're, they're very much in the playoff hunt. Right. Uh, their confidence could not be higher. Uh, Campbell has finally figured out how to play good football on both sides of the ball. I mean, the defense mm -hmm. went from being unwatchable, you know, people labeled it one of the worst defenses ever in the sport <laughs> at the beginning of yep. the season. And now they're like a middle of the pack defense. Like they're playing decent defensive football. Um, yeah, so crazy? no, <laughs> I, I, I think that with, with the way that offense is looking, especially when St. Brown is healthy, I mean, they're top eight in both running and passing. I just think that, uh, Detroit really is the better team on paper. It's not just the eye mm -hmm. test. And I think Carolina, I mean, they're they're on the up, but they're a little bit fraudulent, right? Everyone said, oh, man, they, you know, they went into Seattle and, and, and what, yep. a, what a big victory. It's like, yeah, but look at how Seattle's looked lately. Like now we're, we're really yeah. starting Fair to enough. have to take another look at Seattle. So no, give me the Lions plus three and a half. I just, I like the number the way it ended up. So uh, that's, that's my first uh, pick of the tease. I love that. That's the only time we've talked about Detroit on this episode. And I, I will say the only thing, the only opinion I have on that is Dan Campbell has now moved into the lead at coach of the year. No, that's stupid. I don't let's, like that. Yeah, what, let's, let's take what, it easy there with that one a little bit. Why is he winning coach of the year? Like, what has he done? He's like, well, they almost might make the playoffs. Like, oh, just shut up. Like, what the hell? Like Nick Sirianni doesn't deserve this. He's one of the best teams of football, whatever, with the Eagles. I just think that is so dumb. And especially because of that great line with uh, the Penny Sewell uh, fourth down conversion where they threw it to a lineman. And they asked Dan Campbell, like, what was the thinking behind that? And he goes, I was watching the wave, and I got too concentrated by the wave. And then the play was snapped, and all of a sudden he caught the ball. And I was like, whoa, way to go, coach. Way to be really involved with the game. Way to really at the wave. edit your, your, your response, like just zero moderation. No, listen, I think, I think what you just said, though, is it shows you how, how relative things are and how low the bar is in Detroit. Mm, yep. Right? That Detroit has been such That's a bad true. franchise that forget about making the playoffs. It's like oh, now we have a chance to make the playoffs. Therefore, our coach is amazing. It's like, no, that nowhere else in the league would that fly. I think it's oh, if Dan man. Campbell puts this team in the playoffs and more importantly, wins their first playoff game since 1993 with Barry Sanders, that's right, you heard me, then you can yeah. put the crown in his head and say he's, he's the coach of the year. Before then, yeah. let's just let's ride the wave. <laughs> ride the wave. There we go. Very good. All right, where are you going with your second leg? Okay, second leg, we're looking at the New Orleans-Cleveland game. Uh, it's okay. the, this is a Cleveland home game, and I'm looking at the over-under, currently at 32 and a half, uh, a very, very low uh, line, but go mm -hmm. look at the weather forecast for this game. This is going mm -hmm. to be an absolute shit show. And just some quick stats. So first of all, my pick is I'm taking the under. I'm teasing it up to 38 and a half. So I'm taking the under- 38 and a half in this game yep yep and in the last 20 years there's been a total of 52 games with 20 mile per hour winds or greater 
which the forecast for this game is it's going to be uh, just a brutal winter storm. And in those instances, going back 20 years, the under is 29 and 23, and it's hit. There's been six in a row going back to 2020. Um, Of the 52 games that qualify for for the 20-mile-an-hour wins, uh, 28 had a total below 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, only six had temperatures of 20 degrees or colder. Those games averaged a combined total of 28 points. Mm-hmm. And uh, of these 52 games, five of the eight coldest were all in Cleveland. Final scores of those games, 8 23-17, 21-0, 13-6, 14-0. I think you know where I'm going wow. with this. Incredible. Give me yeah. the under 38.5 in the Saints-Browns game. <laughs> When it was teasing to be 31 and a half, which that number has been out there for a little bit and then kind of went back to 32 and a half, 31 and a half would be the lowest over under since 2008. This is just, it's unbelievable. So getting the, getting the seven points again, excuse me, getting the six points is great under 38 and a half. That's much more reasonable than 32 and a half. So there you go. New Orleans, Cleveland under 38 and a half. When, and, when the yeah. books go low, Andrew, we go lower. <laughs> yeah, we go lower. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how degenerates we are. Like we are so low. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, are you stopping there at a two game tease? No, no, no. We got to go all no, the way to three. It's, it's the holiday special <laughs> and uh, yeah. we got to get those, uh, you know, that lovely plus plus one sixty that we love. Um, mm-hmm. so game mm-hmm. number three is, uh, okay. green Bay on the road, getting four and a half at Miami. Okay. And I just, I love the number here. We're going to tease this up to 10 and a half. So we're getting 10 this. and a half points and listen, I, I know Green Bay's bad, okay? Rodgers yep. has not been yep. Rodgers. The defense has been absolutely abhorrent, especially against the run. Special teams has been a joke. But I just feel that Aaron Rodgers in this spot with with an inkling, right, with an inkling of a mm-hmm. playoff hope still uh, still left alive, getting 10.5, you know, the, the Dolphins are coming off a heartbreaking loss to Buffalo where they were in that game all the way yep. until the end, and nobody would have thought that Tua would have had that performance. I, I just feel like that's a bit of a crushing blow, and you're giving me, like we've talked about many times in the pod, you're giving me Rodgers with double digits. I mean, this is the NFL, right? This is not yeah. this is not a sport where you see teams get blown out often. So I, I think that there, there's, there's, there's something to play for, and then there's a few stats yeah. that jumped out at me. Career uh, Rodgers is a career dog of three points or more is 14 and nine against the spread. So, you know, over 50%. He's covered mm-hmm. though, eight of nine since 2019. Well, there we go. And That's pretty good. Yeah. And then Lafleur, uh career as a coach, uh, as an underdog is 12 and four against the spread. And this is the one that really jumped out at me. Lafleur okay. is nine and one against the spread when he's a dog of over a field goal. So, wow. I just, again, I look at Green Bay in this spot. You're giving me 10 and a half. I like those points. I'm taking the points. That's my third pick. Well, there we go. Three-game tease for the gambler. I'm also doing a three-game tease. I'm feeling myself. I'm on a couple win, a couple tease game win streak. Uh, and I'm going to be taking a three-game tease as well. I'm going to be taking the Baltimore Ravens. Minus 
half a point. So really, I pick them uh, versus Atlanta. This is just short that Atlanta sucks and is really bad and starting a rookie on their second game ever. And Baltimore is still trying to win the division. Now, are you scared about Baltimore's defense uh, and all the injuries? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for asking. I, the, K- Clyce Campbell went out. That's not good. Marcus Peters went out. That's also not good. But the defense is still really good. And Atlanta, that's another one just kind of like Seattle. Atlanta is like the, the, the ghost of Christmas future for Seattle because they're looking at them being like, hey, you used to be good and now you're bad. And Seattle's like, uh-oh, that's going to be us in a couple of weeks. And you're like, yes, that's absolutely going to be you in a couple of weeks. Baltimore's still trying to win the division for Christ's sakes. So I just, Baltimore just to win versus Atlanta, absolutely at home. Love this. I, you know what? No, I'm not even counting that Lamar Jackson is even going to play. That's still like up in the air and we're still even getting it at 0.5. Yeah, no, no hope on that one. The other one is I'm doing the exact same kind of thinking you are, except I'm going the other way. I'm taking Buffalo at Chicago over 33 and a half. We're taking that down from what was 39 and a half, or excuse me, 40. And we're going to go over 33 and a half. Uh, Baltimore might, uh, Buffalo might get that on their own, weather included. Like the thing is that we always talk about with these with these low these low totals, uh, is that the defense and the weather get, the weather gets affected on these low totals. Excuse me, is that the defense has really come to play. And if you have the better defense, you will lo- most likely be winning these games. I thought about bringing down Buffalo all the way into two and a half. Uh, yeah, sure, I could do that. But I liked over thirty three and a half a little bit more because Justin Fields will not be negated by the weather. He's still going to be doing what he does really well, and that's going to be running the ball like crazy. And Josh Allen's got a cannon of an arm, and I don't really think the weather affects him that much too because he's also going to be running the ball a lot. Also, Chicago sucks and their defense sucks. So over thirty three and a half there. I I don't know. I think that one's just. That one's just over 33 and a half. I had that peg all week. So I, I think with Chicago being as bad as they are, and like you said, if, if yeah. Buffalo decides to continue to pour it on, then then I think you, mm-hmm. you're, you've got a point there where they, they may get, you know, three quarters of the way there just with, with the Buffalo uh, with the Buffalo points. And actually, to your point, I'd be curious to know what the line is for the Buffalo over-under in that game because that might be worth a look oh, too. Oh, the team total? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a really good one because that Chicago defense is awful 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 and you just you wonder because buffalo is still playing for the number one seed so they're going to still put it on like they they're not going to like ease up when it's 20 points so I, I i like the over there 33 and a half in my last one it's a game you took as well but i'm gonna be taking the new orleans saints plus nine uh the short strokes in this one weather ah so I, the over-under is 31 and a half. I, I like the New Orleans Saints here. I don't think Cleveland Browns are very good. And I think ever since Deshaun Watson uh, has come back, it that that offense has been out of sync. They were playing a lot better when it was Jacoby Percet, which is kind of crazy. But Nick Chubb now is hurt as well. And so I just, I think the New Orleans Saints plus nine, I think that game is going to be tight because the weather is going to be so bad. So getting plus nine feels like a good odds for me. And there we go. That's going to be a three-game tease. Six and a half points plus 135. No, uh, that sounds great. And, you know, New Orleans coming off a big win. Last week as well, uh, I think yeah. New Orleans might be in a in a good spot this week to pull off another one. Ah, there we go, exactly, and they can run the ball too. So like that's you know I don't know Andy Dalton's gonna suck. I bet you Taysom Hill gets so many snaps in that game. It's crazy. Uh, okay, well there we go. Those are our teases of the week. Gambler, happy holidays, and I hope you have fun losing money this holiday season. Absolutely, Andrew. It's uh, let's hope for a, a very merry Christmas uh, and uh, <laughs> a nice big present in the form of a successful tease. Oh, God. Yeah, it's all we can hope for. Recap. Okay, that's a lot of picks for this holiday season. Let me recap them for you. I took the Chargers minus four versus Indy. I like the Eagles plus six, just like the Panzerati Prince does, at Dallas. And I like a little sprinkle on the money line plus one eight five. I'm also on the Kansas City Chiefs minus nine and a half against Seattle. And my three-game, six-and-a-half-point tees plus 135 was the Baltimore Ravens minus 0.5 points versus Atlanta, the Buffalo-Chicago over 33-and-a-half at Chicago, and the New Orleans Saints plus nine at Cleveland. Heads up, weather. 
That's what everyone keeps... Weather! Oh, my God. All the weather. Oh, God. If this is not a big storm, man, people are going to look really stupid. All right. Charlie Chalk. He likes the Pittsburgh Steelers minus two and a half. And he likes the Cincinnati Bengals minus three. The Pans Ready Prince also likes Cincinnati minus three. And he's with me on Philadelphia plus six. The Gambler. He has a three-game tease here. Detroit plus three and a half. The New Orleans Cleveland under 38 and a half. And Green Bay plus 10 and a half. Got it? Good. Record Jack. Oh, the record check time. I haven't been looking forward to this all goddamn episode because I can tell you we all won. We all won. That's it. Because I'm in a bragging mood, I'm going to tell you all about the games we won. I won with Pittsburgh plus three. I won with the under 41 and a half for the Giants Washington. Thank God, making back all that stress. They almost, almost tied again, 20 to 20 to go into overtime, just like the other game that we had to stress through. That almost happened, but it was a winner, under 41 and a half. That's a recurring trend here. It was a winner. And I had the Green Bay Packers plus six and a half on Sunday Night Football. The Pants Ready Prince, he had the Lions plus 0.5, and he had the Dolphins plus seven. Charlie Chalk also had Detroit plus 0.5. Thank God both those came through. And he had Cincinnati minus four. Amazing stuff. Just winners all over the place. I can't believe it. Just unbelievable. Now over to at Losing Money WAB. The winning continues. I Yes, I just like, oh my God, I'm going to explode. Uh, that's our free daily picks on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Wherever you decide to waste your time, it's at Losing Money WAB. We went 2-0, which is, of course, two plus two units. Unbelievable. We recorded this before we did Thursday Night Football, so we'll see what happens on Thursday Night Football. I can tell you just based on the fact that I'm bragging so much, we will lose. So just, I guess, bet the Jaguars. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on holiday football, NFL Week 16. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you join podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WAB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. We'll be back next Friday to lose even more money on the NFL Week 17. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!